Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. My name is Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. As we all know, every day millions take to the internet to find love, lust, a little something in between. While some of these hangouts result in exciting new relationships, some become devastating dates with death. They discovered a victim inside the house had been shot. Hi, everyone listening. As you guys can probably tell, we are not the same voices that you guys were listening to in season one. And we just wanted to stop for a second and say hello and tell you a little bit about us. My name is Courtney, as I said, and Jillian and I both went to the University of Michigan where we became friends. And then we were approached to do this podcast and we immediately said yes, because these stories, although incredibly tragic, are important to share because these things can happen to anyone that we know. It could be anyone that we went to school with, anybody that we spend our time with now. Could even be ourselves. Could even be ourselves. And we wanted to share these stories with you guys of what can happen, even if you are incredibly careful. So as of January of this year, over 59% of the world's population, which is over four and a half billion people. That's are, insane. It's insane. They're all active on social media. Now, it's amazing that so many people in this world are able to communicate and learn from each other, but it also opens the door for a lot of evil people to take advantage of these pure intentions to just connect. So for instance, for those of you who are using dating apps, 10% of sex offenders use online dating sites. And there are as many as 100 murders a year resulting from dating app encounters, in addition to 16,000 abductions and thousands of sexual assaults in the United States alone. 20 people were killed in assaults related to Uber rides in 2019 and 2020, and there have been at least 131 Craigslist murders since 2007. All of these instances are undeniably tragic, but many, if not all, are avoidable with proper precautions, which is what we will help you through this season on I Met My Murderer Online. We will always be sure to give you tips on internet safety and red flags to look out for, which leads us into our story, how posting on social media took part in the murder of a rising music artist. Courtney, did you know Pop Smoke? Did you follow him at all? I did not realize that I did, obviously, you know, searching his music on Spotify. And his songs are all over TikTok. All I over mean, TikTok. Com- I know this man's music, like, word for word. Yeah, because a few of his songs, like, What You Know About Love and what For The Night, yes, mm-hmm. they had viral dances to them. So yes. literally yes. every single person and their mother was doing a dance to Pop Smoke songs. And then those TikToks would eventually make it to Instagram Reels. 
So he was everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, he was having artists on to be featured on songs like Lil Baby, hmm. Future, Tyga, Quavo, 50 Cent. Huge. Yeah. Which is also a testament to how quickly he blew up, not discrediting the fact exactly. that I'm sure he put a lot of work in before. Once he hit, yeah, skyrocketed. It just makes the story so much more tragic mm-hmm. because, I mean, he could have been the next Travis Scott. He could have been the next Future. Yeah. Well, in February of 2020, Pop and his close friend Mike D were on a four-day trip to Los Angeles. They came to L.A. to do some recording and have a little fun in the sun, and they shared all of it on social media. Pop Smoke, whose real name was Bashar Baraka Jackson, was a rising star in the rap game. Pop's distinctive deep voice with his confident, charismatic style included romantic pop ballads as well as relentless rap battles. Pop Smoke had broad appeal. His personality was playful, but he also had a dark side that was very attractive to his audience. Mike D was a very close friend of Pop's family. This is criminal neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho. Mike and Pop grew up together in Brooklyn. He traveled to Los Angeles with Pop on a four-day trip in mid-February of 2020. They rented an Airbnb in the Mount Olympus area of the Hollywood Hills owned by Teddy Millencamp, a well-known reality TV star. The home was also listed on Zillow that featured a complete floor plan of the home. So Pop and Mike posted on social media often that day, including photos of the two friends flexing their expensive rental car in front of the Hollywood Hills home. Another post displayed shopping bags from Amiri, a high-end store on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, which was a favorite brand of Pop Smokes that he even mentioned in some of his songs. The social media activity that day included an infamous post which displayed the address of their Hollywood Hills location on Hercules Drive. You guys, that is such a big no-no. The post was taken down after an associate on the East Coast discovered it and immediately instructed Mike and Pop Smoke to delete the post. Mike and Pop were traveling without any armed security. Please, when you're traveling, do not post your location or your address specifically. Please. Self-proclaimed career criminal Aubrey Trail warns of the dangers of posting images of valuables online. You never know if someone like him is paying attention. And for those of you who don't know, episode one in season one told the story of the murder of 24-year-old Sidney Loof from Lincoln, Nebraska. Aubrey Trail confessed to and was convicted of murdering Sidney. Aubrey is on death row at the Tecumseh State Correctional Institution in Nebraska. There's really nothing you can not find on social media and People, like in his case, they love to uh, show off what they have. I mean, posting stacks of money, posting diamonds, jewels, all this. I mean, you're just, uh, you're leaving yourself open for someone to come rob you. After a night of working at the East West Recording Studio in Hollywood, Pop, Mike, and a woman named Rose returned to their Airbnb rental. They hung out for a bit and then went to their bedrooms at around 4 a.m. Pop and Rose went to one bedroom together while Mike activated the home's alarm system and went to his bedroom alone. It all seemed like just another day in their lives, spending time at the recording studio, hanging out with friends, and living their best life. They were 3,000 miles away from their Brooklyn gang life. They let their guard down. This young woman, Rose, was partying with a good-looking, charming rapper and having a good time. Pop told her he was going to take a shower. No one could have predicted the impending danger that would follow that night. Rose waited for him in the bedroom. 
believing the window to the second floor bedroom they were staying in was closed, she was confused why she felt a sudden breeze and the curtains blowing. Then she felt a gun pressed to her head and a masked man demanding her purse and her phone. Can you imagine? It's 4 a.m. You're in bed. Your boyfriend's taking a shower and you're just like kind of dozing off. And then all of a sudden you feel a gun to your temple. I also, just the fact that they were so, I mean, that that to me sounds hypervigilant, that you're turning on an alarm. True. Just at your vacation home. I mean, that's true. Half the time I find when I'm going on vacation with friends or family, we kind of just leave the Airbnb locked. Yeah. Just because like, I don't think I'm turning on the alarm, especially when I'm in the home. What are you? Shut the fuck up. You want to die? I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Two masked men armed with a Beretta and a nine millimeter handgun entered the bathroom where Pop Smoke was taking a shower. Once in the bathroom, they demanded Pop's gold chain from around his neck. Hey, bring me your chain. West side, who bring me your chain? Hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Dude, you ain't getting squat. As Pop started to slide his chain from his neck, one of the men said, thank you. Taking the polite words as a sign of weakness, naked and unarmed, Pop chose to fight back. He was shot once and fell to the floor. He managed to get up and run towards the stairs, where he was shot two more times. Pop Smoke was naked with no weapons, fighting against two armed men. He didn't stand a chance. He was shot once in the bathroom and then two times on the staircase. The sound of three gunshots woke Mike up from his sleep and he looked from his window to see what was happening. Oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God, what the fuck happened? What the fuck? On the staircase, Pop Smoke was still alive and screaming in pain. The masked men began to kick him while he was on the ground. And Rose saw this and ran to him while he was on the stairs, and Mike D ran out from his bedroom. Neither Mike or Rose were hurt by the intruders, but they had to witness their friend go through. So those are phenomenal friends, the strength to, after hearing gunshots, run out there. Yeah, that's true. To just want to defend your friend no matter what, because they're, from what it seems, they're both unarmed. Yeah. You know, they didn't know what they were walking into. Yeah, to not immediately run out of the house, Mm -hmm. but to go find your friend. The masked men ran from the home. 911, what's your emergency? Confusion and chaos can be heard in this recording of the actual 911 call placed by Mike as Pop lay bleeding to death. The 911 operator continued to try to get the address to calm Mike down. In this recording, it's so heartbreaking because you hear the 911 operator just trying to get an address, just being like, what's Mm -hmm. happening? 
But Mike D and Rose are so overwhelmed with Oof. making sure that Pop is okay mm-hmm. that it's just so muffled and it's just so chaotic. And it's so heartbreaking because in those moments, it's like time is everything mm-hmm. and getting there quicker could be life and death. Life and death, exactly. So, yeah, listening to that is heart wrenching. Hello? This is the fire department. This fire department's on the line, sir. Hello? PD, what are your numbers? Okay. I'm going to tell them to wait for LAPD. All right. Okay, I'll set them. Uh, yeah, me too. I'll get it going. Thanks. Hello? We're already on their way. Give me your... Yes. Okay. Unit's already en route. Is the person who... Did... I can't talk to you anymore. I can't talk to you anymore. Just okay. come here. Do you know what to do? No. Okay, then listen to me. I'm going to tell you how to help this person. I, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm okay. Listening. Now listen. The person... Let's no. here. Okay. No. All right. Now how many... Yo, this... Okay. Listen. Get it. A... Are you in a safe place, sir? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Unknown, okay. They're on their way. They're on their way. And moments later, as the paramedics and fire department wheeled pop smoke from the home to a waiting ambulance, they performed chest compressions on pop, who was still clinging to life. News cameras revealed Rose draped in a bedsheet while standing at the doorway of the Airbnb. Heartbreaking. Mm. Hercules Drive was packed with emergency vehicles, police, and neighbors. Pop Smoke was transported to Cedar Sinai's hospital in Beverly Hills. He died shortly after. Bashar Pop Smoke Jackson was just 20 years old. All of this naturally led to one question. Who killed Pop Smoke? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Rising rapper Pop Smoke was killed in an apparent home invasion robbery in the Hollywood Hills. His best friend Mike D and a woman named Rose, who were in the home with Pop when he was gunned down, both confirmed that as many as four masked men armed with guns attacked the rapper for his money and jewelry. I apologize, this information is very preliminary at this point as we're just getting started in this investigation. This is Captain Steve Laurie of the LAPD Homicide Division as he briefed the media earlier that morning. I can tell you that at 4.55 this morning, multiple LAPD Hollywood units responded to a call at 2033 Hercules Drive in the Hollywood Hills 
the radio call was called in by someone from back east and stated a friend of theirs home was being broken into by multiple suspects and that one of them was armed with a handgun. When officers arrived there approximately six minutes later, they discovered a victim inside the house had been shot. They called the fire department who arrived and transported that victim to Cedar sinai Hospital where he was pronounced dead some hours later. I'm not sure of the time he was pronounced. Officers detained several people who were inside the house. However, all of those folks were released it was widely reported that someone at the scene was arrested. That is not true. No one was arrested at the scene. West Bureau Homicide is investigating this. They're at scene now, uh, and they'll have more details as the day goes on. Uh, and again, I apologize, but that's all we have at this point. And I take questions if you have any. This is forensic neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho. Many people online use the term lacking, a term used for not having a gun. The remarks online were callous and insensitive. But what was really unusual was that the 911 call was placed from somewhere else. Was this done as a code to the gang affiliation? Was there a protocol for something like this? This brought up a massive amount of speculation that Mike D may have set up Pop Smoke. There was no proof of this at all, but the online community doesn't need proof. Speculation and rumors very often avalanche into the official narrative. Amateur internet sleuths immediately began to create multiple narratives, including that Pop's best friend Mike D was behind the shooting. Who is the mystery woman with Pop smoke that evening? Is it possible that she had something to do with it? One of the biggest questions was why the 911 call originally placed from the East Coast? Who did Mike call that night before calling the police? Although I understand that some of these questions are questions to be curious about. This is not the first time I've seen on TikTok. The internet has just decided that the only people who were actually viscerally affected by the crime are somehow to blame. I just don't understand why people think they can decide information without knowing everything yeah. that happened. Yeah, I've always thought that that was an interesting immediate reaction that society kind of puts on people. Like, imagine being Mike. And yeah. you were just over your best friend as he was shot and killed. And now you have to defend yourself. And now you have to defend yourself that you weren't the one that set up your best friend's murder. If my best friend yeah. died in front of my eyes and I was accused of being the cause of that. It is incredibly traumatizing. That in itself is another layer of trauma. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly unfair. The Airbnb rental was a home in a quiet, affluent area of the Hollywood Hills on Hercules Drive. The home was owned by reality TV star Teddy Mellencamp. It was listed on Zillow as a two-story, four-bedroom, three-bath house with a swimming pool. It was armed with a security system and surveillance cameras. Zillow shows virtual tours of the place. According to career criminal Aubrey Trail, Zillow is actually one of the most useful tools when it comes to planning a home invasion robbery. But he says it takes a lot more planning than just knowing the home's layout. The first thing you have to you have to figure out the neighborhood. Uh, not only when the, the people of the house are going to be home, but when the neighbors and everything are going to be going to be home, you have to decide what you're going to do. If there's a lot of cameras, you either have to find a way to we we had someone that was really good with electronics and a couple of times he just disabled the, the cameras the alarm system and everything but if you can't do that you you have to figure out 
how you're going to get in. And once you get in, what you really have to prepare for is the people in the house. I mean, if they're there, are they going to have weapons? Are they going to be asleep? If if you're trying to rob them, like in two cases we did, the whole family was asleep. But if those people wake up, you have to decide, okay, what are you willing to do here? Are you willing to kill these people? Or are you just going to break and run and try to get away? Most people are ready to, if you're ready to go that far in, in most cases, you're ready to kill. But I mean, it's not just a, it's not just a thing where you just kick a door in and run into the house and that's it. I mean, yeah, it takes, you've got to, you've got to plan for every eventuality. If, if the cops show up, if a neighbor calls in, uh, if the people in the house wake up, if you think no one's there and you go in and someone actually is there, uh, what are you willing to do? Uh, what are you willing to do to get the money or the stuff you want? And what are you willing to do not to get caught? That's never something I think about when I think about a robbery. When I hear, oh, you know, there was a home invasion. I never think those robbers decided in their heads before whether or not they were going to kill someone in the home. Mm. I've never thought about that. Mm hmm. That's really interesting and almost adds another layer of terror. If you are faced with robbers in your home, they've already decided whether or not you're going to live. So what can you do Depending in your there, home? To you keep can't yourself safe. Exactly. You can't just rely and be mm -hmm. like, well, hopefully these robbers are the nice ones. While the internet was spreading conspiracy theories like wildfire, the facts were still being gathered by the LAPD. A door-to-door -door search included police asking neighbors for any surveillance footage or door camera footage that may have captured activity on the street on the nights of February 18th and 19th. Security camera images included the usual dog walkers, runners, street traffic like any other night in the neighborhood. But at 2 a.m., a black BMW rolled past the house Pop and Mike were renting. The driver circled back and stopped. A security camera across the street captured a passenger getting out and sneaking toward the back of the house before returning a minute later, then speeding off. That's chilling. In the early morning hours of February 19th, 2020, the budding rap star was still a few miles away at a recording studio on Sunset Boulevard. He returned two hours later and again a car pulled up. A white infinity sedan with its headlights off. This time four people could be seen getting out of the car and slipping into the shadows along the side of the house. Ten minutes later, three of the masked men ran back into the camera's frame. The footage showed the fourth walking out the front door holding a purse and a gun. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Rapper Pop Smoke was killed on February 19th, 2020 in an apparent home invasion robbery. The LAPD collected camera surveillance evidence showing two vehicles the night of the shooting. The case was complicated by misinformation on the internet, the need for immediate answers, and massive media coverage. This is forensic neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho. Like many rappers who have died, his record sales soared. Sadly, Pop Smoke would never witness the impact of his music. 
Following Pop's murder, his record sales increased by 392%. On February 19th, 2020, the day Pop died, his song streams online went from 5 million to 24.7 million, including the ironic rise of his song, Better Have Your Gun, which increased by 783%. So I've, I've listened to that song, Better Have Your Gun, and apart from it being a pretty good song, there's literally a line in it that says, talk down my name, better have your gun, or reach for the chain, better have your gun. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So I think if they were even slight fans, right? I think they would know that immediately going to him and asking for the chain, which is a rapper's kind of like, you know, status symbol, they put a lot into their image and a chain is a big stamp of I've succeeded. Mm. It was just a a spooky line. Again, this takes me to the amount of planning that went into this attack. Yeah. The antagonistic element behind it. Was that intentional? Was that not intentional? I don't know, but right, it sounds... Right, because he was in the shower. Like, if they wanted to get all of his stuff, they could have just robbed his room and taken all the other jewelry. But yeah, but it was about... They, it was about that getting the chain and taking it off of him. Things took a turn for the worst online for Pop's best friend, Mike. Although he was spared his life in the Hollywood Hills shooting, Mike was dragged online by trolls who claimed he was responsible for Pop Smoke's murder, including now deleted posts and accusations by the woman in the house, Rose. Oh my God. It was a terrible time for Mike D. Mike released a statement in his own words to those who accused him of somehow being involved in Pop's murder. Can't nothing express the pain I'm feeling. I just lost my fucking brother. Y'all don't know what's going on. Y'all come on here playing investigator and bash me on the internet. I would never in my life set my brother up. I don't gotta explain nothing to nobody that don't know me. But for the ones who know me, know when you saw me, you saw Pop. We live in such a fucked up society. Y'all gotta wake up. Just know I got you forever, brother. The truth will come to light. Until then, sleep in peace. This is investigative journalist Joe Gardner. Rumors on the street pointed to a gang in South Los Angeles. Social media posts by gang members who mocked Pop Smoke began to circulate. Others speculated Pop was killed because he refused to follow the gang protocol known as check-in. The check-in mandates that gang-affiliated rappers notify known street figures in a city they're visiting. Otherwise, they open themselves up for being robbed. Or worse... Pop Smoke was in L.A., but who was Pop Smoke with in L.A.? You know what I mean? Like, he never embraced nobody. He never affiliated with, with me. He never affiliated with Wack 100, with Blue, with Wacko. He never affiliated with Tone from the Jungles, with Magic. It's a whole slew of people that he could have affiliated with. If you got a fucking OG that can fucking clear the streets for you, that definitely helps. There's going to be some real dudes in that corner that might say, you know, I don't give a fuck who they are. We're going to rob them. A partial license plate was recovered as well as two vehicles, a black BMW and a white Infiniti from a neighbor's security camera. Both cars were registered to a teenage driver from South L.A. named Corey Walker. Pop Smoke was no stranger to the streets as he was a member of the Wu Gang in Canarsie, Brooklyn. This confidence is what made Mike and Pop feel secure without a proper security detail or the check-in. L.A. and New York have a history of rap violence. In February of 2020, 
Pop Smoke was an ascending name in music, but not a household name yet. This is probably why Mike and Pop felt they could make it on their own. A judge signed off on a warrant that gave the detectives access to a Google account linked to an email address Walker had provided when he bought the Infinity. The partial plate of the Infinity was linked back to Walker, also referred to as Suspect D, who was 19 years old at the time. He shared the car with a family member. And because a warrant was issued for the Google account associated with the sale of the car, search history was made available to the LAPD. Detectives collected surveillance camera footage and also had a partial plate from the white late model Infinity, the car seen on the street circling the rental house between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. Despite the cell phone and internet records, detectives didn't have enough hard evidence to make arrests in the case. Then, three months after the killing, they eavesdropped on a first-hand account of what happened. I, I shot him. I didn't kill nobody else, though. There was a girl there. There was another person there. Like, I didn't... I didn't go just to kill people, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. But now I'm in a situation where it's like, everything is on my back, you know? A 15-year-old boy who we will refer to as Suspect A was arrested on May 21st, 2020 in an unrelated case. He was placed in a cell rigged with hidden recording devices. Investigators listened as the boy told his cellmates he'd taken part in robbing Jackson and fired the rounds that killed the rapper. I'm going to give you the heat, and I'm going to give you the burner. Don't do nothing stupid, all right? Suspect D sacrificed the youngest members of the crew as their juvenile ages would avoid major jail time. So they were given the guns. The intention was to take Pop Smoke's jewelry, especially his Rolex Oyster Perpetual Date Just Watch. Career criminal Aubrey Trail. It's just like with drug dealers. They have kids selling selling the drugs for them because they think that... uh, uh, you know, they get caught, they're not going to go to prison, they're going to go to reform school or whatever. But this day and age here, I mean, they're charging 14-year-olds with, with as, as adults and sending them to prison. And I personally would not use an underage person just for the simple fact that I would feel they were would be more likely to tell if they got caught. That's why I wouldn't do it. That's why I wouldn't do it. Six weeks later, Walker was arrested. And he, too, was placed in a cell wired for recording with a cellmate who told Walker he was a gang member, but in fact was a plant for the police. Walker said he was a member of the 74 set of the Hoover Criminals, a South Los Angeles street gang. So the plan was simple. I got a call one day. Uh, Pop posted his address on the Internet like an idiot. I mean, it wasn't even him. It was his crew that posted the picture. But anyways, they gave me the information. They told me the drop spot. And all I had to do was go find some people to go run up in there. That was real simple. Go to the hood and go some little homies to go do it. Because I'm not about to go in there. We pull up to the spot. I give son the gun. And I said, don't shoot anybody. Just use a vase if you have to. Just put them down. Just scare them a little bit. And get the chains. Real simple. Walker told his cellmate how he first drove to Hercules Drive with one other person who had sneaked around the back of the house to survey, but reported that there were too many people inside. It's not known whether anyone was really in the house at the time, but Walker said he later returned with four youngsters, bringing them gloves, masks, and a police scanner. The juveniles, suspect A and suspect B, entered the bathroom where Pop Smoke was showering, demanding his chain. Suspect C was never apprehended. This is forensic neuropsychologist Dr. Judy Ho. 
On July 10th, 2020, nearly five months after Pop's murder, five suspects were apprehended. We have protected their names due to their ages. The youngest was a trigger man, suspect A. He was 15 years old. Suspect B was 16 years old. Suspect C was 17 years old. And the ringleader, suspect D, was only 19 years old. One other suspect was never caught. In the hours before and after Jackson was killed, someone who was logged in on the account made several searches of interest to the detectives. At 2.45 a.m., the account user searched the Hercules Drive's house address and visited the LAPD's website. One fascinating aspect of living in the age of forensic technology is being able to search a digital data in the cloud from devices of criminals that provide an incredibly detailed timeline of a suspect's location. And according to the data collected, at 1.34 a.m., both teenagers' phones were hitting off a tower on Florence Avenue in South Los Angeles. But by 2.04 a.m., their phones were in contact with the tower on Mulholland Drive in the Hollywood Hills. Then about 90 minutes later, their phones pinged again off towers in South Los Angeles. Half an hour later, their phones were hitting off towers in the hill around Mulholland Drive, Laurel Canyon, and then just out of the hills on Hollywood Boulevard. Though they don't reveal the precise locations of the teenagers' phones the morning of February 19, 2020, the records offer a rough sketch of their movements. South LA to the Hollywood Hills, back to South Los Angeles, then back to the hills. At 5.15 a.m., about an hour after the shooting, an internet search of an expensive watch, a Rolex Oyster Perpetual Datejust, was just made. And just before 8 a.m., the user queried Breaking News LA and checked KABC TV Channel 7's Breaking News page. Breaking news from LAPD this morning in connection with the murder of rapper Pop Smoke. 20 year old Bashar Jackson was shot and killed by several masked men during a home invasion robbery in Hollywood Hills. Earlier, police have said the shooting may have been gang related. Little did Pop Smoke and Mike D realize they were being preyed upon online. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Four young men, including two suspects as young as 15 and 16 years old, were apprehended by the LAPD. It didn't take long for the suspects to start snitching on each other. Despite the cell phone and internet records, detectives didn't believe they had enough evidence to convict. Then, three months after the killing, they set the suspects up in their prison cells with an informant and they eavesdropped on a first-hand account of what happened on that fateful February night. 
It's mind-boggling that these suspects would search online the very items they wanted to steal from a famous rapper. After seeing Jackson's Instagram post of the bag that revealed his address, the teen gang members hatched a plan to rob Jackson of his thick gold link chain and diamond-studded watch. If you want to ensure that you're caught committing a crime, bring your phone. And one other fun fact, there's no such thing as private browsing. Career criminal Aubrey Trail knows firsthand cell technology is an insurmountable tool for law enforcement. Our case in 2017, they were able to track us to within two feet. I mean, um, that, that, that's how good cell phone technology is. So there's, there's no beating it. I mean, if you've got a, you've basically got a, a GPS in your pocket with a cell phone of its own. And I mean, there's just no, there's no getting around it. I mean, the only answer is don't take one with you. Because if you have one with you and if it's on, they can track you these days to within a few feet of where you are. Walker said he returned later with the four youngsters, bringing them gloves, masks, and a police scanner. Seeing there were just two men and a woman inside the house, they decided to go in. Do you know what they use the police scanner for? To see if anyone's been called and if anyone's on the way or if any police officers are about to be in the area. My God. Mm -hmm. okay. And also going back to how they kept searching uh, breaking news, that's something that a lot of criminals will do right after just to make sure that no one's on their tail. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Using slang terms for guns, Walker described giving the heat to the 15-year-old and the burner to the guy from Stevenson Village, an apparent reference to another gang. When Jackson put up a fight, the boy said he pistol whipped the rapper, then shot him three times in the back with a 9mm Beretta. The teenagers said they made off with only the watch, which they sold for $2,000. Pop Smoke's life was taken for a watch. According to his defense attorney, Christopher Darden, Walker was a local kid and wasn't involved in gangs. He made a mistake. And if he was a gang member, as the prosecution contended, it would be a wrenching turn to a life shaped almost from its beginning by gang violence. Walker was just 22 months old, riding with his mother in a car near 83rd Street and Avalon Boulevard in South LA, when some teenagers issued a gang challenge. Shots were fired, resulting in Walker's mother's death. As much planning as the suspects did, they did account for the home security cameras in the neighborhood that captured the car and license plates on the street, which LAPD collected from concerned neighbors. Three teenagers are charged in juvenile court with the rapper's murder. One suspect, the Stevenson Village gang member, whom Walker mentioned in the jailhouse sting, remains at large. On April 6, 2023, an unnamed 20-year-old man pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter and home invasion robbery. He was 17 at the time of the attack. This makes him the first defendant charged in Pop's death to admit fault in the case. The others have yet to go to trial or make plea deals. And I think this just goes to show that it's best to always take precautions. Mm -hmm. Don't post your address of where you live. Don't post your address of where you're traveling to. Try not to have it on any digital writing anywhere, I would say. Yeah. And post after, post after your vacation or after you're away. Ultimately, what it boils down to is be as hypervigilant as possible, but sometimes these things are still just incredibly out of your control and mm -hmm. you didn't do anything wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Pop Smoke posting his location on social media may have been the reason he met his alleged murders online. I'm Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. Thank you for joining us for our first episode. And we will see you next week.